and we are live. Hello everybody, I'm Diana, I'm a life coach, a mental fitness coach, a relationship coach and a health coach. I've been doing this for a while. Today I'm going to have a conversation with Heather and that's going to be about coaching parents because that's what she does. Heather, would you like to introduce yourself a bit? I'm Heather. Uh, I just actually started this year on to coaching. I've had my certification for a while now, but uh, the pandemic kind of really pushed me to uh, do my coaching. It really opened my eyes. So I just started this and I've just recently worked with a business coach to uh, uh, actually help me build a program for parents and to bring positivity to parents and to positivity to their children or child. That's great. Um, what type of um, approach do you have with with the coaching of parents? Because I've seen different approaches. Some are much more into the punishment and reward system. Others are more into the relationship building. What what's what's your approach? Uh, my approach is more um, being more rewarding the positive behavior. Mm -hmm. Past training that I have in my old line of work that I did. It was always taught to us to mm -hmm. reward the positive behavior because you will see more of the positive behavior and mm -hmm. then the negative behavior will eventually go away or you're able to figure out why they're having that certain negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eyes so, are more. Yeah. So you're helping parents look for the reasons why the children may act out as well so that they, yeah, that's, yeah. that's always a good thing to, to dig into that a bit because there are always reasons for that. Yep. Do you have any specific approach that you use with that? Or is it more of a let's talk about it type of thing? Because frequently that will work quite well as well. I start with the parents and I try mm -hmm. to build the parents, their mindset into a more positive mm -hmm. mindset. Because once they're there, then they can show their child or children how to do that. Yeah. So it's more lead by example mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I've learned that in the past when I... Uh, got a puppy that it was about my behavior first before and that was well before I had children but that really set my head into the place of oh that's how it works when I can give the good example and do the right things with a child they'll follow as well because even a puppy does it so why wouldn't a child do it then? <laughs> it was quite funny how that really worked in my head that way and it does it does really really work that when you yeah yeah I have said to my kids at times uh, don't do as I do do as I say and it doesn't really work <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny though they find it hilarious when I say that so. yeah um so um what age group of children or is it all ages does it not really matter it's really all ages because you, you are a parent until you no longer <laughs> are anymore so mm -hmm. well, I think you're a parent for life the moment that yeah. child is born there's no way out anymore nope <laughs> just stays that way <laughs> just like when you're a child of someone that doesn't stop until they're not in this world anymore <laughs> yeah um is there a do you have more affinity with a certain age group or is it more about i like all uh so i would like to start younger the younger mm -hmm. the better because younger mm -hmm. the children at that certain age they just absorb knowledge so much faster mm -hmm. and see it and do it a lot better yeah. versus yeah. older mm -hmm. they're more you, open <laughs> yeah 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 no i get what you mean um do you have any um anything you'd like to share about your background your your training towards this 
people. Yeah. Well, I've been in the healthcare field for, I hate to age myself, but almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I've had so much different training. Mm-hmm. And as the time changed, uh, so did a lot of stuff, how the state wanted things done with people. Yeah. And one of the things was to bring more positivity, more positive behaviors, positive mm-hmm. supports or, or what they're really called here. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I learned a lot from that. And I was actually from that training, I was actually able to, when I did it with other people, worked with other people on it, I actually got to see the results. And mm-hmm. I saw the results more in the child child versus yeah. the adult, the child is more willing to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not such a struggle with a child versus with an adult. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So any any specific systems that you learned or is it is it more a general bringing more of a, um, a positive outlook on health and well-being? It's more of the positive outlook because mm-hmm. I, I saw the change and that's one reason why I kind of got out of the healthcare mm-hmm. is because I actually saw what I was doing. I'm like, yeah. oh, if I can do it in this kind of line of work, why can't I do it in life coaching work? Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense because people in, who, who look for a coach are actually looking for more positivity in, in their life. So then it's um, in a hospital, I don't think, or in the healthcare system, many people don't expect much positive in general because it's about illness. So that mm-hmm. may gives a bit of a negative headspace for, for many anyway. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so um, some of the the parents that you've worked with, did you have any any really good experiences with them that would be worth sharing in, in a bit of a story that was really profound, how, how that was for them? The parents, some parents, they like to coddle their child, mm-hmm. especially a child with a disability. Mm-hmm. So once you get through that break, break the breakthrough I would say mm-hmm. you got to stop looking at them as just with a disability you got to mm-hmm. look at them as just a normal human child yeah. just like if they had siblings and yeah. there was one parent it was just a horrible horrible morning with this child mm-hmm. just nothing was going right with anybody and the mother actually just from past working with her mm-hmm. she actually implemented something and that turned the child's behavior around just like that. And I only worked with this child for like a couple hours in the morning before school. And the mother was actually able to help get the child's behavior better or more positive behavior in just a matter of minutes. You know, we spent almost an hour having that negative behavior, but mom just sat and just listened to the child and listened to the frustration Mm-hmm. and the mom put herself in the child's place or tried to anyway as best as she could mm-hmm. and she related a lot more with the child so that way yeah. she was able to help the child yeah. better yeah and it, it it worked we we got her out on the school bus in time that's <laughs> and you would never know that she had a bad morning mm-hmm. yeah I've had these kind of experiences with with my own children as well to sit down with them and listen somehow it gets things done much quicker than when keep going for the battlers and you have to do this you have to do this you have to get to the point of well, why don't you want to do it let's talk about it and then the moment I understood it's, it's something that I've learned 
works in relationships altogether. The moment I, I understand what's going on for someone, because I'm curious enough to try to figure it out and I can be compassionate, the whole problem tends to go away. It's been been fascinating to to go down that route at times. I don't always do it because sometimes I'm just irritated. But when I yep. when I do, it works. It works so much better than other things do. Yeah. Have you have you experienced because a lot of coaches experience that when when they're coaching people, that some of their clients help them get to really good insights and things like that. Have you had an experience like that where you had this thing of, wow, this was amazing, this conversation. I, I think I got more out of it than the client. Not that that is always the case, but sometimes it feels that way. And then the client tends to tell you, I got so much out of this. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have. I, I, learn, I like to learn a lot from mm-hmm. the clientele that I do work with. Yes. I Myself, I'm not a mother. Mm-hmm. So just hearing their stories and how they do it and how mm-hmm. they are open to change their perspective on how to raise their child. Yeah. So it's really being able to see somebody change like that. It's just mm-hmm. it's like, wow, that's, I yeah. kind of played a part in that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's really nice to see. And it just, it gives me the confidence in myself yeah. that, Hey, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Um, have you, uh, ever had where you had with a client that it was really difficult to to have the conversation with them about what you were trying to say that they struggled understanding because I've had that with with the odd client where where I realized that the conversation was not I was not able to explain things to them the way I was trying to and I'm I'm mostly listening anyway but sometimes there's a bit of a, a story that I that I share and um Sometimes people pick that up completely different than the way I experienced it. And then having a conversation about that, that initially there's this, this bit of, we don't understand each other, but then eventually that grows into a, hey, now we're getting that. Have you ever had anything like that? Oh, yes, for sure. Because, okay. you know, some parents are just, are stuck in their ways and it's, mm-hmm. they just need to work on changing their perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say, oh, this worked for so many years why all of a sudden is it not working? Well, you, you got to figure that out. You got to take yeah. the time. And some people just are in that comfort zone and they don't want to change their perspective. This yeah. is how they do it. This is how they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it comes easy to them, but yeah. they're not getting the results that they want. Yeah. yeah. So it, some, yeah. some do take a little time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard, um, heard some parents say that um, I was raised this way. It's totally good. I don't want to change anything, but then trying to have the conversation of but your children are not you. And that's the way that people used to do it. That doesn't necessarily make it right. You know, it's, um, I've, I've also had at some point a conversation with someone who was a grandmother who really struggled with the fact that her children wanted to do it different because she had this thing, but I did a great job. Look at my children. They're amazing. And um, trying to explain to her, the, what, I've, what I've noticed for myself, because I do have a grandchild, so I, I see how my daughter does some things different. And what I've realized at some point while I was talking with her was that the way I parent, it was not necessarily bad or wrong, because I did a decent job, otherwise they wouldn't have been such amazing people. But she was very much better at figuring out what I didn't do, right? So therefore she's making those changes. But I did that the same way with how my mom did it. Mm-hmm. So my mom didn't, you know, she parented me the way she did. And then I figured out these things were not the way 
that were ideal for me. So I changed things with my children and they're doing the same. And I think that's only natural that as a child, you know what was not exactly right, what would have been better off in a different way. The moment you're an adult, that's what you're going to do. But I have seen a lot of grandparents that really struggled with that, that they could yep, I see that too. get yeah. to that point of, well, I did a great job. Yeah, you did a great job, but that doesn't mean you did a, you know, that it can't be done better. Yep. It's, it's been interesting conversations like that. Have you had many of those? Oh, uh, yeah, grandparents. I think a lot of grandparents don't realize you're, these children are growing up in a world full of technology. You didn't. Yeah. You know, I didn't most, you know, my early childhood, I didn't grow up with technology. So it's mm -hmm. like, it is two different worlds. And you got to yeah. gotta remember that it's two different worlds. And different people. Yep. Now, that's the one thing that I found the most interesting to try to explain to people that everybody is uniquely themselves. They're all different. And therefore actually within with my own children i've parented them all somewhat different within the same philosophy but because they were different people they needed different things from me and that's yep. something that um it, with my mom i could explain that eventually to her but it took quite a bit of time for her to realize that yeah everybody's different and also the conversation about how she parented me and my my brother that was different as well and then once she started realizing that she'd done that and that she actually also changed her parenting from the way her mother had parented her and then that conversation was doable but it took quite a bit of time to get to that point <laughs> of, um, i'm not holding anything against you i'm just doing it somewhat different yep yeah That's, you learned from her and you're making it better yeah it's it's copy and improve basically you know that's yep. what we do in business all the time we copy someone else's thing and then improve it make a tweak to our to our needs and wishes yeah, I think exactly. that's actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So how do you how do you talk to parents who have the grandparents that don't like that they're making changes because because you know there are a lot of parents who struggle with the influence of the grandparents on how they they deal with their own children. Do you have any I always like to tell the parents just show your you know your the grandparents mm -hmm. how this is actually working. Mm -hmm. like just talk to like you remember when so-and-so did this a couple years ago but now look at two years later mm -hmm. you don't see that behavior anymore because yeah. i've you know i've been slowly it's a process i've been slowly trying to improve it and sometimes you people forget to look in the past to see how the future changed or how the mm -hmm. present has changed and i always yeah. try to remind them always go look in the past to see how that child was once behaving to now how they are behaving today. Yeah, yeah. And I think that opens people, that changes people's perspectives. Mm -hmm, like, yeah. oh, that does make sense. Oh, you know, it, then it comes to them. Like, I, but there are some that just, it's very hard, very yeah. hard to change their perspective. Yeah. There's only so yeah. much you can do. Yeah. Well, you don't have to convince them either. That's the good thing. It's, yep. You're the parents. Yep. <laughs> well, you can do it your way. Yeah. Um, what other things have been very profound for you in your your coaching practice that you've noticed so far? So the thing that I love to uh, pursue or, or and really get my clients to do is like a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. I actually do it on my Facebook. I I write I'm grateful for at least one thing a day on my Facebook, and I try to be creative. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my one of my favorites is indoor plumbing. Like, 
where would we be if we did not have indoor plumbing? I am surely grateful. Yeah, I'm surely grateful because if we don't have it, then you're like, so I try to get people to think outside of the box of their gratitude Mm -hmm. and try to build that. And now as I go throughout the day, I'm like, oh, I can be grateful for this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. So I, I, my list is eventually growing over time. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to do that with people because that was always a good start with me. Start Mm -hmm. small. And that's something where you can start very, very small and just huge. You can build it huge. So I always like that because that really helps get your mindset into a more positive way. It changes focus. Yes. um, I remember that um, some years ago, um, my partner struggled with one of the kids and his thinking got more and more negative about that particular child. And that particular child has some special needs. So, you know, it wasn't always easy. And then eventually I came to the, uh, after reading things, I had this thing, I'm going to talk to him every evening about the amazing things she's done during the day. And over time, she became his favorite. And I just said, that was not the plan either. <laughs> it was definitely because I was telling every, every, every good thing, but, but I was focusing on it. So everybody's focus started changing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about these gratitude journals as well, that when you look at it from what's gone right and what do I have to be grateful for? And what do I love in the world? Your whole focus changes and your whole life changes. And that's, yes. I, I find it beautiful, really beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. Any other things that you have that that you find working really, really well? You know, maybe the the, the secret, the big secret of... Another thing I really like is we always have negative in our life. It it Mm -hmm. just happens. So why not take that negative and try to turn it into a positive? So Mm -hmm. I always like to come up with two things. Like, example is like, I got somebody cut me off, you know, while I was driving. Yeah that's a negative it, you know I got yeah. upset with it but then uh, turn it around into a positive well that person could now get pulled over versus me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know or that person is in a hurry it's none of my concern mm-hmm. you know they're upset but now I'm not upset yeah. so it's just you got to turn it around because once you yeah. start turning it around you, you quit seeing the negative yeah. in the world yeah yeah, I like to use it as um, what lesson can be learned and what was the silver lining, which comes down to almost the same thing. But yep, I, one of the things that I found really cool is to ask people, so what could you learn from this? Because sometimes it's hard to find, but there's so often something to be learned from it. And it just does change your, change, your thinking. Yeah, you it really does. Focus on another side of it. Yep. It's one of the things that I like about Byron Katie as well, with the work where she, these turnarounds, they, they can be, hard but they can also be fair well actually the harder they are the more useful they are yep but yeah it's um, yeah <laughs> byron katie is at times really 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 thought-provoking <laughs> do you ever use any of that in your work because i sometimes do depending on the client yeah sometimes I, it, it, yeah it really depends on the client yeah some clients are more open than others to yep. turning things around I've used it with my kids at times a bit as well when they when they had a fight and, and then one came to complain and then using these the work with them and they, they, had to say, they should be more considerate towards me and then eventually I had to say I should be more considerate towards them and myself huh <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fascinating because what you 
what I've, what I've tried to teach them is what you show to others, mm -hmm. you get in return. So yeah, that's why this turnaround of Byron Katie can be really useful when one is complaining about another. And they kind of hate me for it at times. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good stuff. Um, is there anything else? Because we're on about 19 minutes now, in our 19, 20 minutes. Is there anything you would like to share with those who are watching this to see something? I always like to, my little saying is, uh, positive thinking will change the way you see the world and you will see a world in a more happier place. Mm -hmm. So if you just keep on working on it, the world, the world around you will be happier. You'll be yeah. happier. Yeah. Life is short. So why mm -hmm. not be happy instead of yeah. miserable? So yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be happy. <laughs> That's a good thing. So anybody who wants to contact you, how do they do that? Um, I do have our website at riseuptopositivity.com. You can reach out to me on my uh, DM mm -hmm. or email. It's riseuptopositivity at gmail.com. Okay. And I'm pretty quick at responding back. All right. I'll put that with the, uh, with the post so that okay. we can find it, click on it. That will be useful. Anything else? Just stay positive. It's, it's, it's worth it. It's hard work, but it's worth it. It is. It definitely is. Once you can do it more structurally, your life changes. Yep. Uh, I, found, I found that meditating helps to get my brain into a more positive headspace. Because otherwise yes. it would be a fight. And I found with meditating, it just happened. It wasn't a fight. Yep. That, that was for me really good. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it was really nice to have you today with me. Well, really thank you nice for having time. me. <laughs> yes. Well, you're welcome. And maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. Okay, everybody, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>